Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show this week. This week's topic is going to be about high cholesterol. What do we think about it? What do we think you can do about it? Um, so, Jennifer, how are you doing this week? I am doing great. Awesome. Uh, how about you? I'm doing good. The sun's out and it's pretty and the skies are blue today, so I can't complain. That's great. It's a little cloudy here. <laughs> ah. <laughs> well, it'll get better. <laughs> yes, it will. We need these days, though, especially when I need to work inside. I'm like, okay, it can be cloudy because I have to work inside. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It helps you get more work done. <laughs> yes. Don't want to be out there playing. Uh-huh. Yes, but this is a great topic to be talking about today because I have a lot of mixed feelings about cholesterol. Um, and, you know, there's so many people that are worried about cholesterol and heart health. And I have to admit, I, I'm skeptical about whether or not cholesterol is really a heart problem. Okay. Yeah. Um, so cholesterol, we need cholesterol for cell wall integrity. Um, it protects our cells. And so our liver creates cholesterol. We don't need it. Even though we need it, we don't need to eat it. Yeah. Our body will create it. And so we don't need to eat it. I do think if you eat a diet high in cholesterol, which only comes from animal foods, um, that that can give you too much cholesterol um, because we already make enough. We don't need to add more cholesterol to the body. That being said, that can lead to a cholesterol problem, but not in the same manner, I guess. Yeah, um, I think yeah. eating cholesterol will give you too high cholesterol and that can lead to a heart condition because the cholesterol is going to gum up the cell walls and, and yeah. et cetera. If you, there are people who have high cholesterol on a plant-based diet who don't eat any animal products. And so how does that make any sense? You know, you're not eating cholesterol, but you still have a high cholesterol, what's going on. And I think that the body in an response to inflammation to protect the cells it's protecting the cell walls. It's creating more cholesterol to help to protect the body. And so I think that when we see high cholesterol, number one, first look at the diet. Is someone taking in too much cholesterol? And then B, look for signs for inflammation. Because I really think it's more of a sign of what's going on in the body um, than anything else. Because I know plenty of people who eat a plant-based diet but still have high cholesterol and they're not eating the processed foods which a lot of times you know processed foods can lead to high tri triglycerides which are in your cholesterol panel as well and people think that's also a sign of high um, of a heart condition but that's actually a sign of blood sugar imbalance so anyway what are your thoughts well of course i agree if you're eating a bunch of big macs and pizza you need to get off of that but if you're eating a good plant-based diet and your cholesterol is still high, there's something going on. So it could be something as simple as you're chronically dehydrated. I mean, that can make your cholesterol go up. I didn't even think about that. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And stress. Oh, <laughs> stress. yes. Yes. Yeah. I didn't think about that too. Which stress leads to inflammation. Stress yeah. leads to blood sugar imbalance. Stress leads to cortisol in the bloodstream, which leads to damage to the arteries, which leads to a heart condition and high cholesterol. Yeah. Ah. So there, we have to look at all these different things, but yes, 
like uh, with you, um, I know you do a lot of blood tests. So the CRP levels shows you how, how much inflammation you have in your body. But if you don't do blood tests or you haven't gotten one, what are some signs that, you know, we can look at to see if we have inflammation in our body? Like are there physical signs or? Um, well, the biggest one is uh, pain. Pain. Okay. Pain. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sore muscles and joints, arthritis, pain really anywhere in the body yeah. can be a sign of inflammation. And that's where people see it most often. Um, it could be headaches, um, migraines. Um, a lot of people think they have sinus conditions, but that can be from inflammation too. Oh, wow. Yes. And so, you know, stomach upsets, you know, really really all in all symptoms are related to inflammation somewhere yeah yeah they're saying that you can link most diseases with chronic inflammation so right right so i think that if you're eating a, if you're truly eating a really healthy plant-based diet and your cholesterol is still high <clears throat> do you really think that's dangerous is a person gonna die of a heart attack probably not because if you look at esselstein's work he had people, some people's heart disease would reverse. Some people, they would still have the, you know, block, the blocked arteries. Mm -hmm. But he said over time, if you eat the plant-based diet, that those, the, those old plaques will stabilize. So they're no, they're no threat to break off anymore. So I don't know. And he, I, I think that, well, most people who go plant-based, there's not a lot of people eating plant-based that have heart attacks. So, right, right. It's much lower in people with heart attacks. Yeah. I think um, like if we, there could be people who eat plant-based, um, who have high cholesterol and are under too much stress, maybe. So I wouldn't rule out, like, I can't say you're heart attack proof. Yeah. Yeah. Plant-based diet because there are oh, yeah. other lifestyle factors. You know, if you don't, yeah. if you don't ever drink any water. Yeah. That's under a too big many one. stress. Yeah. Hydration is so huge. And we don't, we don't focus on that. We don't think about that. People think, oh, I drink stuff all day, but they yeah. don't realize what they're drinking can be dehydrating as well. Or if they're drinking the wrong, even if they're drinking water, they're drinking the wrong kind of water. Um, yeah. That can be a problem too. And a lot of times people buy these, uh, I'm getting totally off balance off balance of course but people will drink you know vitamin water or oh, yeah. you know any of those other superfood waters or whatever and they don't realize what else is in their their water and so it might not be right for them too or if you drink a sugary drink you know you, so people drink drinks they don't realize how sugar kombucha how many people do you know drink kombucha thinking that that is a healthy drink it has probiotics but it's a sweet tea it's sweet tea that's been fermented that is high 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 in sugar so while it does have probiotics it's also feeding the wrong bugs in there too quote unquote um and it's not a healthy drink and so that can lead to inflammation yeah. which can lead to cholesterol going up and and so forth yeah so sometimes well sometimes the diet's not enough if you <clears throat> are eating really good and, and like and, and that's that's the key word if a lot of people think they're eating healthy right well, they'll come right. to me yeah they'll come oh i'm eating really healthy i'm like well give me a a food quite a food you know give me a piece of a food diary for a week mm -hmm. and uh, usually you'll find they're not they're eating things that could still be giving cholesterol problems 
Yes, yes. Well, I don't think I've told you, you know, I, I thought that I was eating healthy. Yeah. Um, I, I really thought that I was eating healthy before I went plant-based, before all of this, um, you know, after graduate level nutrition courses and everything, I still thought that I was eating healthy and I'd, you know, I'd wake up and have peanut butter toast with a banana for breakfast. And I would have my lean cuisine for lunch. You know, it had vegetables, it had a lean protein, it had a whole grain. It's probably a processed grain. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then dinner, you know, I cooked dinner or we would pick up something, but it was always something that had some vegetables and had a lean protein, but they usually all had sauces. There was probably sugar in the sauce in the linguine and in, you know, my dinner as well as processed grains in there. And, but that seemed healthy. You know, I had a piece of fruit. I had toast with, um, I was always thought taught that peanut butter was a healthy fat it's good for your brain it's gonna be sustainable carbs it's a complete protein putting the peanut butter on the toast and so i thought i was eating healthy and so for some people that would be really healthy compared to some clients that have come to me when i see their food journals that would actually be a really great step if they just got to there yeah really is not healthy at all um, so like we said, I mean, most people think they're eating healthy, but when we dive into it, there really aren't. And I know we're supposed to be talking about cholesterol, but I think that a lot of people that go plant-based for a variety of reasons, they think I'm going to lose weight or I'm going to be healthier, but they don't do it in the right way. And I hate to think that eating a vegan diet or a plant-based diet is difficult. I was taught that myself. Yeah, me too. But in a way, it, it kind of is. It's, it, you have to know what you're doing, unfortunately. And so you would think it would be easy just to eat fruits and vegetables and you're going to be healthy. But if you don't eat the right combination or you don't eat certain foods, you're going to be lacking in nutrients and it's not going to be healthy. Now, that being said, if you don't make the change to eating plant-based, you're not eating that healthy and you're missing nutrients as well. Yeah, and and you're going to be eating things that can lead to high cholesterol. Yes, so saying that eating a plant-based diet is difficult is really crazy because eating the standard American diet is definitely not healthy at all, nothing healthy at all there. And eating an omnivore diet doesn't mean you're getting the nutrients. You can eat an omnivore diet and not eat any greens. Oh, yeah. You could eat an omnivore diet where you're vegetables or canned carrots and peas you know and so you're missing tons of nutrients there too so to say going plant-based is hard and dangerous is wrong no matter what you're eating no matter what diet plan in quotes you're following they're all hard oh yeah they're all hard to get it to get it right I'm bringing out my southern accent. Get it right. Get it right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's hard to lose that southern accent, isn't it? <sighs> so, so let's just take that out of the equation. It doesn't matter which diet you're eating. When we're looking at cholesterol, we need to work on the inflammation. Key. Yes. Inflammation is key. Stress is key. For those of you who aren't quite sure how stress is affected by cholesterol, I think we had an episode where we talked about um stress and adrenals did we talk about that and how cholesterol will steal um hormones you know there's a pathway 
um, cortisol will, there's a cortisol pathway that will steal all your hormones from your sex hormones. You know, it, it affects your estrogen, it affects your testosterone, it affects all of that when you're under high amounts of stress. And you have to have cholesterol to create all of the sex hormones. It doesn't mean we need to take in more cholesterol, but if we're, if those hormones are all out of balance, our body is going to try to get more and more cholesterol to get us back in balance. But what's happening is the cortisol is just pulling it. It's called the cortisol steal. It's I'm using my hands, like you can see me, but you know, the cortisol is just keeps pulling that cholesterol, pulling that cholesterol, pulling that cholesterol, not letting it go over where it needs to go. So your body is just going to keep creating more cholesterol, trying to get you into balance. And it doesn't work. If you're under stress, this fight and flight response, now is not the time to get pregnant and have a child. You know, I'm in danger and it's not time to recreate, you know, procreate. Yeah. So uh, that leads stress is stress is key. It is. And I think that most Americans and most people across the world have problems with stress because lifestyles are hectic now, but we have to take time out every day. Everybody should make a habit to at least take 10 minutes out of the day and relax and breathe and just let go of everything. Yes. Because this will help your cortisol. It will lower your cortisol somewhat. See, a lot of people don't talk about this. They're talking about high cholesterol. They don't talk about stress. They don't talk about drinking enough water um, to get inflammation down. The exercise in moderation can help get inflammation down. Um, the right types of herbs like turmeric and ginger and cayenne pepper, good anti-inflammatory. So basically, I guess, Jennifer, when we're talking about getting cholesterol down, we should talk about uh, things that bring inflammation down. So lifestyle, like I'm saying, like uh, meditation, water, anti-inflammatory herbs. What are, what are other things that you would recommend? Um, well, you mentioned exercise, and I think that that's really important. Mm -hmm. If you are in a high stress, like for me, mm -hmm. so I definitely suffer from anxiety and stress, and it's all brought on by myself, um, and, and I really struggle myself to work on relaxation and bringing yeah. down cortisol. And that's something I really struggle with. And so exercise for me, I would feel like I've got to go burn off all this stress. And so I would go and work really hard. Like I would train for those obstacle runs and yeah. things like that, you know, doing, mm -hmm. what is that called? The, um, uh, oh, mud run or, uh, well, it was mud runs, but I'm thinking of another thing. Barbarian that challenge. <laughs> Yeah, I, I did mud runs and, and things like that, but I would train really hard at home for them. And yeah. so I would make up my own little obstacle courses and I'd run and, and do all this. And it was because I needed to burn off this cortisol. And it was actually the opposite. So I felt like that's what I needed to do. But um, I guess I'm an adrenaline junkie. I wanted that rush, but actually what I needed to do was take a walk. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do some yoga, do some stretching, um, do some calisthenics and not something aerobic and something else that's going to get my heart beating so fast. And so that is really hard for people. You know, if you are someone who runs races, like I used to run as well, um, which is hilarious for those of you who knew me back in high school or middle school, you know, for me to be a runner is like, what the, what? Um, I was definitely not that kid. I was a mathlete, not an athlete. And so <laughs> um, for me to run and, and it felt so good. I love running. 
um, as an adult, not as a kid. Um, for someone to say you can't run, well, I was also at the same time suffering from uh, bloated, feeling bloated and my clothes aren't fitting right. And I need to be losing weight. I need to be, you know, cutting back on what I'm eating and exercising. This is before I know what I know now. And so I, I couldn't cut back on the exercise. And, you know, and to tell somebody cut back on your exercise when they're feeling like that, which what 77% of Americans are overweight right now. So everybody yeah. knows there's everybody knows in quotes, I need to exercise harder and eat less. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's actually backwards. That is yeah. actually backwards. And so we need to unlearn that. If you undereat, which is another thing, if you undereat, you're putting stress on your body and creating cortisol. Yeah. <laughs> creating cortisol, which is going to throw off your blood sugar balance, which is going to increase your cholesterol. It's doing everything you're trying to undo. And so eating too too little, not eating enough is dangerous but so is over-exercising. If you exercise and your body is already in a stress condition, you're creating cortisol, your body doesn't know that you're safe, your body thinks you're even worse. For me to be under a lot of stress, I'm stressed out, I've got all this stuff going on, I need to go burn off this energy. So then to go run, my body's like, oh my God, she really is running from a tiger. And so I'm creating more cortisol, I'm increasing my blood sugar i'm creating artery damage i'm increasing my cholesterol and as a matter of fact that is what happened to me and so even after i started eating plant-based i was doing this i can't think of what it's called i've got to think of it anyway is where you do like interval running and then you stop and you do these different exercises um a lot of people do it like there's even gyms that have that name crossfit crossfit so i was doing like crossfit yeah. Under a high stress. So I'm a high God. stress person <laughs> trying to lose weight, doing CrossFit exercises, training for these mud runs. This is, and my cholesterol is going up as I'm eating less and eating healthier foods. And it's like, what is going on with me? <laughs> That's it. You it's can't crazy. eat too little. You can't exercise too much. That's going to just create backwards, 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 which is another reason why I think it's very important, even though I went to the School of Natural Healing, and even though Dr. Christopher thinks that that's not right, that you should not poke your skin and have blood tests, I think it's very important for everyone to get an annual exam. Yeah. Your insurance will pay for it if you have insurance. Insurance pays for it um, just for an annual blood um, comprehensive metabolic panel. Just see where your numbers are because you might not know. You know, that was that's a sign. You know, you start seeing those numbers go up and you're saying, I'm doing all the things. How are my numbers going up? Um, that's when you can go, wait a minute, what's going on here? Yeah, and then reevaluate and figure out what's causing it. And I yes. mean, I was my first degree was exercise science and we didn't talk anything about overexercise. We didn't know how exercise affected the hormones. Exactly. Me and, too. I mean, my master's is in health science and it's the same yeah. thing. You have to tell people to eat less and exercise more. Yeah. That's the answer. And then, so you still see it today in oh, articles. Yeah. Yes. And every doctor, that's what they're going to say. You're overweight. You need to eat less and exercise more. And it's causing damage, more damage than uh, it's crazy. Like, yes, yes, that's, it's just not the case. And unfortunately there are so many people, like I think, um, I've, I've heard Susan Hayek quote this, but I haven't checked it. But I think she said that most girls will start their first diet at the age of eight. 
Oh, no. And so when you have a client who's in their 50s or 60s, if they started their first diet around the age eight or 10 or you know middle school, how many years have they been believing they need to eat less and exercise more? So to tell someone who's overweight, they're crying, they've, you know, I've been trying to, I've been dieting, yo-yo dieting for 40 years Yeah. to tell them, actually, you need to eat more. Actually, instead of doing these aerobics, you need to be walking or do yoga. They're like, you are out of your mind. Why am I paying you? And they're going somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. The truth could be hard to take sometimes. And if you have like a lifetime of conditioning, that is hard yeah. to overcome. Right. And you can't, you can't change somebody's beliefs. Mm-mm. Right. And they really think they have to eat less and exercise more, which I, I was one of those. I thought that you had to do that too. Oh yeah. Me too. Yeah. To tell somebody that, no, I mean, it's, it's, yeah. But the it, beauty really of difficult. it is the beauty what we're telling you, the beauty is that you don't have to try so hard. You don't have to starve and go run all the time. That's horrible. Right. right. <laughs> we're saying you can eat more food and exercise at a more gentle level and less and your body will heal. Yes. Because you're cutting down the whole stress hormones. Right. Yeah, and we need to talk about this in another episode. We need to talk about the adrenals and how it affects all of this. But there, there is so much truth to this and the way it affects the whole body, and especially inflammation um, and cholesterol. We're mm-hmm. supposed to be talking about cholesterol today. But there, there's just so much, that, you know, stress just has so much to do with it. Stress, I'm so glad you said that. This is stress and, and inflammation. And inflammation is stress on the body. And all that runs your cholesterol. So it's all related. That's why it's we're all about it. related, which goes back to our other episode on do you need a diagnosis? Yeah. 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 Do you need a diagnosis? No, I mean, everything, everything is related. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think we should wrap it up for today. I think that was excellent. And I think we definitely need to dive a little bit deeper into the adrenals and get to the bottom because the people who they have had 40 years of believing this, uh, a lot of times they need to, to hear more about the science. You know, how does it, you know, wait, is there some truth to this? And the more you hear it, um, the more you are open to it. Yeah. You know, and so I think we do need to share more about the adrenals, which are kind of a mystery in the conventional world. Yeah, so many people that don't even believe that there's problems with the adrenals. That's the real thing. So let's talk about that next time. Anyway, do you have any closing words? No, I don't. Uh, I think that we cover everything and this that needs to be covered. So. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. Um, Please comment in the the comments. I don't know where I was going with that. (laughs) Comment, let us know if you like this episode, if you learned something new, if you don't agree with something we said. Um, We love to hear from you, no matter what it is you say. We want to hear from you. Please share this episode with someone you love.